Hello, everyone. Once again, this is volume five of the Disney Compendium. I am your host, JJ, and over there on the other end of my line is... I'm Nick. We I, I watched Bambi. You did watch Bambi. Uh, God help me. I watched <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, so... It's Starting off. This 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 episode will probably have a different tone to it than what we've normally had. You, you don't say. Ah, but so uh, you'll figure it out already, probably if you hear the, the disdain in my voice. Yes. <laughs> Last week, I wasn't a big fan of Dumbo, and Nick, uh, he really enjoys Dumbo. I do. This week. Neither of us particularly care for the movie that we're talking about. Yeah, I think it's funny is the movies that you and I have the most solidarity in yeah. are Fantasia, are, are so far our best movie, and this one, which is going to be considerably lower on our list. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, so Bambi, it was the uh, 1942 release for... Uh, Walt Disney Animation Studio, uh, 1942, uh, not exactly a great year for the country. <laughs> it, uh, it's been yeah. it, it's been in development hell at this point for how long now? Since the uh, let's see, so because they were starting to work on principal anim not principal animation, but a lot of the early animation stuff and. Around the time of Snow White, like Pinocchio being made, so they, I, I, I know they bought the like MGM bought the rights to the book, and then they sold it. Then uh, whoever from MGM sold the rights to Disney in '38, was it? Yes. Okay. That's a whole other can of worms because there's more. There's more rights issues with this movie <laughs> or the book later on. Um, so yeah, Bambi came out in uh, 1942. It's based off of an Austrian story called Bambi, A Life in the Woods. Uh, the book is, it, all the story beats are very, very similar. Like, you know, the raised in the woods, mother gets killed, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> and the prince and there's a time leap and everything, but it doesn't, it, it, it sort of gets rid of a lot of the sort of cuteness that the Disney version tries to do with, you know, with like, you know, the other animal friends and things. So Austrians not known for their warmth. Yeah. <laughs> and the book was 1920s, I think. Let's see. 1923. Okay. So, you know, uh, so yeah, Disney. Yeah, not a great time. I mean, there's not... Okay, I guess we'll just talk about the movie. We'll just talk about the movie outright, right away, I guess, huh? Because there's, yeah. not much, there's not much to talk about in terms of what the movie plot of Bambi is. I mean, it really is just a deer. It's, it's, it has all of the thrilling action of a nature documentary. Like, <laughs> And that's what it feels like. Yeah, and, and yeah. I think, like, it's... It's it's boring. Like there's not a lot going on. It's cute. I like the you know the animation is absolutely gorgeous. The designs of the animals, especially like the Prince of the Forest when he eventually shows up, that's a pretty yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, like everything's cute. I mean, like, you know, I like, you know, Thumper and Flower and all that stuff. I mean, it's, you know, and it's got some cute gags like Vambi learning to walk or going on the ice and stuff. But like, none of that makes for a particularly interesting movie. Like, where the things could be interesting, like, you know, the whole like man uh, scenario that plays out, like, you know, they don't really spend a whole lot of time dealing with that stuff outside of Bambi's mom dying. And then you have a time leap and then you have, you know, adult Bambi and stuff. And then the woods burn down. And <laughs> uh, this, I think AFI has man from Bambi listed in one of their greatest villains of all time. Yeah. And so, you don't I mean, see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you could say, I mean, look, I, probably the greatest because man is the villain of, about 85% of all movies. So <laughs> the most dangerous game. Um, um, so this movie also gave us a phrase Twitter painted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I think has the most lasting effect. <laughs> like yeah. we were talking about it just a little bit beforehand. And uh, this, this movie didn't, hasn't had a whole lot of, effect on Disney marketing in any way, shape, or form. Like surprisingly not. Yeah, you don't see a whole lot of Bambi stuff. You see Bambi like stuffed animals and that's kind of the extent of it. Like it's not an it's not a particular it's not an easy movie to market by any there's like, you know, there's no toys. There's not there's not much of a soundtrack to the movie. Like it, it's uh there was those really sweet nineteen eighty seven and a half mill toys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are- uh, I think it was like for some. I think it was either for like a a, a theory release or a VHS release. But yeah, they were they were cool toys. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie, like, uh, like so. Yeah, D- Disney gets the film rights in '37, and they start like working on it almost almost immediately like once they get the film right since they're off to the races uh it was going to be their second movie that was the plan was to be the second movie obviously since we're on volume five as of right now that didn't play out at all period um i wonder if it worked out for the best that it wasn't the second movie i i think i probably not because i think if it were the second movie this came out as the second movie, it probably would have made more money overall Mm. because it wasn't like as the second movie would have been, I mean, if they were able to get the animation down, just say if they just had it all figured out and it came out, the movie that came out as the fifth movie was actually a second movie. There's no changes between the two. I think the movie would have been, would movie would have been more successful. I think people would have been more forgiving to it because it was the second one and it is a gorgeous looking movie um the animals all look phenomenal in it um you know the, and the plot not really being much of anything probably uh worked fine would have worked fine it being the second movie you know but um They've by this point you've by this point you've already had snow white um pinocchio and dumbo as their sort of theatrics they're like thematic movies you know fantasia Fantasia. It's always going to be the thing you have to talk about with Fantasia is that it's such an outlier of everything that they've done. 
like it costs a lot of money. It was, you know, the music's not original and the, you know, it's not thematic. It doesn't, it's not telling a cohesive story. Um, yeah. I, you know, and you bring it up and now I think you're right because if you think about it, like the first four movies, they have some pretty decent soundtracks. Yeah. One has zero soundtrack. Well, it has yeah. all okay, but... the, the most, the, like, the the Rain song, like, has stuck around for Disney. It shows up everywhere for them. Like, it's always on soundtracks. Like, when they do compilations, it appears in a couple of, or the, the April showers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The drip, drip, drop, little April. Like, yeah. And, and it's just, it's, it's a nothing song. It's just like, it starts raining and you can just start humming it in your head. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the extent of it. You know, I live in Washington state, so it's sort of like, uh, it's just, uh, whenever it starts raining, I, I, I will think that song. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I think it a lot. I think about the song a lot, but it's not, you know, it's not like hi ho or, um, or even other, yeah. elephant fly, or yeah, or even like give a little whistle. It's not even yeah. It's, yeah, when you wish upon a star, you know, <laughs> it's not, it's not even a C tier song. Yeah, it's, no, it's just yeah, it's it, it's it's like theme park ambience music. Like yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, and, and I get sort of thematically the music's being non-existent because you know I, I, they're trying to take you to the woods. You know, Liger- where music doesn't exist. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, so yeah, they, they get it in 37. They start working on it. 38, they finally have, start storyboarding it. Um, but once they start working on it, they start, like, Fantasia starts becoming, like, the major game for them. Um they don't start really, really, really working on it until 39. And, you know, so obviously you're still a couple, by that point, you're a couple of years away from release. You still got a couple, you still got Dumbo. They're working on as their quick buck movie. Um, so this is like the Duke Nukem forever of Disney movies. <laughs> I mean, at the time. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It's, it took them, it took them years to just, figure it out and like because you're adapting a, a book right that um is relatively contemporary i mean all things considered it's only 20 years old by the time they're making the movie for it and it was uh it was a book written for adults like a young young adults or you know an older audience um it's not particularly kid friendly and everything that disney has mostly worked on has been sort of kid friendly with a, you know, fantastical, you know, twist to it or what have you. Like, you know, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves or uh, uh, Pinocchio and stuff like they're not particularly kid friendly by the standards of then or now. No, but you know, but Disney made them even more kid friendly than, you know, the intentions were because it's a grim Bambi's, like it's 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 about life and death in the woods of animals like interacting with man and it's it's a bummer of a story and the the mom getting killed like a lot of people that's its lasting impact like i'm pretty sure if you asked anyone else like well okay what else happened in the movie (laughs) like Uh, his dad shows up yeah, yeah like 
Yeah, like people don't remember the final act at all. Like the no. when the with with the woods burning down and stuff. Like that, nobody remembers that part. It's always the mom getting shot and maybe Bambi growing up, like learning how to walk and everyone laughing and you know slipping on the ice and things like all the sight gags, but never the actual like story. Which there is no story for the most part. It's just a rabbit. Er, rabbit. So, yeah, it's a rabbit and a skunk and a, <laughs> a deer growing up in the woods. So. You have to wonder what what attracted Disney to the story. Uh, I mean, I wonder if they got it on the cheat from NGM. I mean, I mean, it was a popular kids story. Like, it was a, not kids story, but like a story. I mean, it could have very well easily been a uh, like it was like a his, like Mary Poppins situation. Where it's like, well, my kids love the book, kind of. Yeah. You know, and I think the idea of a popular story around the time he was working on um, cartoons like Mickey Mouse and Oswald and stuff like, you know, they're only about a few years difference between those. And like, so, you know, a movie about cute talking animals goes a long way for them. Um, well, it, it's funny. Like you, if you think about like, what if they had decided to do like, take take for it. It's like, we're going to take Arabian nights and do it back in 1942. <laughs> yeah. And you know how Aladdin would have looked, and maybe like maybe it's better they did Bambi. Just get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any substance? Well, well, you're gonna find out in uh, shortly uh, when I and when I say shortly, I don't mean shortly in uh, their terms, but shortly in our terms of like you know in a f- couple of months, few months after from now, and like after Walt's death. Disney doesn't really know what to do and they start, you know, picking at the bones of rights that they've bought up and ideas like, well, Walt wanted to make a movie about this. So, you know, we can now let's, well, let's make this movie. (laughs) So, um, and so you're going to see like a lot of movies that maybe benefited from not having the Walt, Walt, you know, Walt Disney attached to them directly. And you'll also see a lot of movies that probably would have benefited from having that sort of close knit studio situation of when he wanted to make it, but yeah, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, there was always a problem with Bambi during the entire production because we just talked about it last episode with, you know, the, the strike that went on with the artists world war two is doing its world war two thing. And now America's in it kind of stuff. So, um, and, and you think about it, like it's not the happiest movie. No, no. Middle of a war. And yeah. During this, during this time where everything needed to be raw, raw, raw America, you have this really bummer, uh, life in the woods death of a mother story that's not you know and once again no european distribution yes no zero european distribution uh and and like the animation like they were having problems with animals like they knew that the movie wasn't going to look good if they couldn't like animate deer like they didn't they didn't know how to so um they had actual gear in the studio, right? Yeah, you you can actually find pictures and stuff of them, like with like deer, like p- painting them and drawing them and seeing them. They go to this, you know, they visit the zoo. Uh, they actually like ended up like 
building their own little petting zoo to, to they store animals in. <laughs> and um, that's how Wild Kingdom is born. Yeah, and, and they're like, and and they can't like, they're used to with some of the previous movies like being able to film live actors for reference and stuff, but they can't really do that for this because you can't really film animals acting how you want them to act. So and and there's not much human going on in it. And you can't, uh, you can't direct animals. Yeah, so they did film uh, actresses on um, uh, on the ice for the ice sequence. Oh, Just, okay. So they actually did. They did there. So there was a live action. You know, we're gonna because that's tricky. That kind of dancing is always tricky, no matter what, for animation. So to you know have that as a resource, you know, you needed that. And, and, you know, the ice sequence is, a, it's, you know, it's, it's just, it's not dancing, but, you know, it's, it's like wrestling or wrestling's dancing in a sense. It's all choreographed. Wait, what? <laughs> what, wrestling's choreographed? <laughs> Nick, what, you, you, we're going to have to have this discussion again off the air. I've told you this a thousand times. It's <laughs> not <laughs> um, But yeah, uh, yeah, World War II really, um, really cut into the budget as well. Like, you know, it's, and, and you weren't making money. So you're, you know, you have Fantasia that just lost a bunch of money, you know, Dumbo made money, but not enough money by any stretch of the imagination. Um, enough to keep the lights on. Maybe. Yeah. The movie kept getting like, like the original cut of the movie was 12 minutes longer, but they needed to cut like more. They needed to cut, time out of it to save money and stuff like the, not the original cut, but like the original, like, you know, like plot of the movie was about 12 minutes. Um, I was going to say like, I can't imagine the movie being 12 minutes longer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what more you could add to it. Like, I feel like with this movie, we're talking, because there's not really much story wise to talk about. So we're talking about things surrounding it. Yeah. It's like it's not. There's there is no story. Yeah, and apparently there's like a lot of different things that were, um, ideas that they had that never made it. Like they were gonna have multiple rabbits in it to sort of be like seven dwarfs kind of characters, where they all have like so it's seven different characters with seven different personalities kinds of thing, and you know, um, like. <sighs> Like, but what does that add to the story? Like, yeah, it, it makes sense that you got rid of that because it didn't really, it being one rabbit or it being, you know, six rabbits doesn't fix like anything in this situation. Like condensing it to one animated rabbit that you have to take care of makes a more sense. I mean, I mean, I mean, at least flower has, you know, flower is kind of your extra character in there. Yeah. But yeah. Flower is actually my favorite character in the movie, believe it or not. Over Bambi or Thumper, I prefer Flower. Yeah, um, like and, and and it was going to be more like like the original writing process, like when they were writing the script, because it's again it was hard for them to make a lot of this movie because like how you can't just adapt the book straight across because it wasn't for kids and you need to make something more kid friendly. But like in their original ideas, like. It, it made it even less kid friendly of a movie than it already is. Like, 
uh, uh, there's like an f- extended sequence of Bambi's mom dying. Like, oh god, like, yeah, yeah. We're just like it's like her jumping over a log by getting shot by man, and she dies that way, and kind of stuff. And I feel like uh, it has more impact her dying off. Yeah, off like you were going to originally see the death of. Bambi's mom, which, you know, all of that happens off screen. And Walt originally wanted you to see to see man, like the man getting burned alive in the forest fire that he started. Jesus, <laughs> Walt. Yeah, and it's like, but like, that's terrifying. And it's, and again, they felt at the end it was more effective to just like hide these things off screen because a lot of that stuff, especially to the ant, if you're looking at it from the animal's perspective, would happen without you seeing it. Like, you know, like, you know, you know what man is. You don't need to show it and be this Michael Myers kind of spooky character, shadowy figure off in the distance. <laughs> well, I think, I think maybe. You know, it, that's where the movie, it might it might have benefited the movie because you, you now you're you know you're you're imagining these things like oh yeah. god what happened to he this guy got burned alive did he shoot his, his mom in the head like these you're all you're imagining these things and it's yeah. far worse yeah when you're when you, like yeah picturing Bambi's mom dying is like more devastating than if you probably actually saw the mom die because it lets your imagination run wild a little bit. Like what happened? What, like how did this, how dramatic was the dead? <laughs> like, oh, she- this movie is like watership down, but like with left to the imagination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like without this movie, we probably never would have gotten it. <laughs> yeah. No, um, you're probably right, actually. Yeah, that will be our special bonus episodes. We'll do back-to-back, Watership Down and The Plague Dogs. Uh, not okay. Disney movies, but... Yeah, Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's Grave of the Fireflies in there. Just the real... Depressing. depressing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and originally, like in like the original script, they were going to have, like, talking plants and things, but... <laughs> Like th- that's stupid, and they quickly realize that's stupid. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I guess it wouldn't yeah. surprise. It's just like the scene where Bambi's just like tripping, like these plants are talking to me, man. Yeah, and, and it was going to be like, like, like one of the scenes that they talk about was like two old leaves in autumn talking, like an old married couple kind of thing, which. That's that's a pretty good goof. I'll be honest. Like, that's a funny idea. <laughs> yeah. But. And uh, yeah, it, it eventually had a much wider cast, but eventually they just sort of consolidated it down to like, you know what? The movie's really is just about Bambi. Like, we'll just add in his friends, like keep his friends around, and just sort of consolidate it because once you start adding, like, now the plants can talk, and now you have like a, a Laurel and Hardy like Squirrel Chipmunk team was like originally like a thing in it and stuff, and it's like okay, now you're just making this movie big for the sake of being big, and you're already having problems with it because of the animation, and you're not making any money, <laughs> and you... so cut corners while you, where you can, yeah. Um, speaking of the cast, I didn't know this till right. I think right before we went on the air. So the, the woman who who voiced Bambi's mom also voiced the pheasant who got killed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. I was like, 
You're just going to die in this movie. Can you do that? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just like, listen, we're going to need you to film two separate death scenes. If that's, is that cool? Is that cool with you? <laughs> it's like, I guess. Do I get paid for two separate death scenes? Uh, we also talked off air about the creepy thing I found out about this movie, where the uh, the voice actor who played uh, adult Bambi and the voice actress who played Bambi's mom actually got married uh, years later, which, wow, that's a... Uh, yeah, yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Bambi married his mom. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Which in the forest hands probably the thing. Yeah, there's thing in the one. So yeah, this movie really, boy, it came out at the worst possible time for any movie. But then you have what that like it's not exactly a happy go lucky movie. Smack dab like. During World War Two, <laughs> so I mean, at least it, at least it ends on a happy note, and it has its moments of levity. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it is, but um, it's bummer fast, but it's still yeah. yeah it, it lost money. Uh, movie cost one point seven uh, million, and it earned one point six. So not not a not as big, not as bad a loss as Fantasia um, or Pinocchio, but still a loss nonetheless. Um, there was what was the telegram Roy sent to Walt about the movie losing money? Something like Roy had gone; he'd been he'd been there at the at the at the, at the showings. And like, oh, hey. it's because because it wasn't making a whole lot of money, and it's because especially because of World War II, they weren't making a lot of money in the European markets. The that wasn't in theaters for particularly long. Um, the, like they 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 were unable to like get you know third weeks from some theaters. Um. So that that was what he was talking about. Like they weren't making money at like I think I think the Telegraph was this was in a book. Like the night business is our problem. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so you know it's World War Two. It's not making a lot of money. It's critically not particularly well received. Um, well, keep in mind, like you know what's what's out in 1942. A lot of musicals and like song and dance numbers, and yeah, a lot of. Well, it was you know, you wanted to make people happy. It's like during it's why Disney was so successful during the Depression because it was making people not think about the Depression for for a short pot short pile of time, and like now you're in uh, World War Two, and you know. The country, you know, by you know, this this point in time, it's things aren't th- things are far more grave than they've been in the war, um, and because we're just coming, we're coming months after Pearl Harbor, first. Yeah, and, and so you know, this movie isn't hitting the spot that it needs to hit, and to to make it a thing in the American consciousness. It feels like a you used the word outlier earlier, and I think it's a good way to describe this movie. Yeah, feel like a Disney movie in the way you think it does. When you think of Disney, it doesn't yeah. feel like a Disney movie. You think of like this, like lush, bright, like animation. You think of the music. It's always music's a big part of Disney. Period. To this day, music is still like their bread and butter when it comes to their movies. 
and um, there's none of that here. Um, you know, you have one song, like we, we get to it at the end of these, like, is there a hit song? And I'm like, well, it, no, there's not a hit song. Like the, the, the uh, April showers song is not by any stretch a hit. Um, it was uh, just like they, they were complaining. The, the, and a major problem this movie had, which I was going to get to and I forgot about until just now, was that people were mad at the movie, actually. Because it portrays... Hunters and stuff were just absolutely livid about this movie because it makes them the villain. And it's, you know, it, they see it as this sort of... Uh, propaganda in a sense of like anti like anti you know man anti hunters kind of thing uh, kind of situation and <laughs> like well, you propaganda you just yeah. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah i mean and it, and it did have a lasting impact i mean a lot of people like i think paul mccartney even says like it's the first thing he can think of that pushed him towards like the vegan lifestyle that he has kind of thing, you know, um, watching man hunt in killing Bambi's mother was like, had an effect, an effect on him. Um, I, I kind of get it. I kind of get, get where you, your takeaway would be like, I don't want to eat meat now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when it came out, the critics were just really split on it. It wasn't, it's like, you know, it's like, it, 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 it it, it it doesn't have fantasy to it outside of animals talking. Like that's as fantastical as it gets. And up to this point, every Disney movie has like been really fantastical, you know, a puppet brought to life, a flying elephant in the circus, uh, you know, sorcerer's apprentice, no white and the seven dwarves. They all, you know, there's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a hint of magic to some of these movies, even Dumbo that doesn't really have, you know, a hint of magic per se, but it does have something like a flying elephant is sort of the payoff of it. So, and it, it's that same where you know Disney movies. The way I think Disney movies, they they offer escapism. This movie really doesn't. You you kind of you're sitting watching the movie like, ah, eh, I still got to do this thing tomorrow. That sucks. Thanks, yeah. Bambi, for reminding me about that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, like, you see, like, in Outdoor Life magazine, they say things like, it's the worst insult ever offered in any form to American sportsmen. Uh, uh, New York Times just says, like, it's the, you know, tossing away the whole world of cartoon fantasy. Um, Entirely unpleasant. (laughs) Wow! You know, people, your Travers says I mean, it's 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 not, and I and I get it, I get it. It's not a pleasant movie for the most part. It's cute um, because the animals, especially the animals that they chose to follow, are cute. You know, deer are very cute animals, and these are not fantastical deer. It's not like Jiminy Cricket, who that's not what a cricket looks like. The only reason that you know it's a cricket is because they tell you it's a cricket. Yeah. Um. Or even like uh, 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 the you know the like the cat in Pinocchio. Um, Figaro, yeah, Figaro. Figaro. Yeah, it's a very, yeah, it doesn't look it's doesn't look like any real cat, but you recognize it as a cat, and it's just really no, tall it, and cute and adorable. It purrs. Yeah, and, and the thing is, 
you know, there's there's criticisms of this movie, and you and I aren't really any different from anybody else in that regard because it's not yeah. it's not a go to movie for me. I'll be honest. Yeah. And I don't think it is for you either. Um, I, even his daughter, Walt's daughter, didn't like the movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I mean, because it all revolves around. Bambi's mom getting shot and killed. That's the only thing that sticks out in your mind. And it seems in the minds of people, especially going to a Walt Disney movie, especially in 1942, you know, as unnecessarily cruel. Like it, it like in terms of how this, this what this, this, what story they're telling, it makes complete and total sense that this happened. This had to happen. It's part, it's, there's no story without it. But the other downside to it is, is that you don't get the story afterwards. You know, it does a time jump. Now Bambi's older now and you don't really get, you don't really get too much of a payoff of Bambi, you know, being raised, you know, with post mother. You just, next, shortly, shortly thereafter, you see him now is sort of over it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, and I guess that's maybe that that's probably why everybody remembers like baby's mom got killed because it just it just a thing that happens. And yeah. then now here's the next thing that happens. And so I, I don't know. I think like the the forest fire scene is really cool. It looks yeah. good. It's telling yeah. a good story. It feels like it's more like if you were to just like that scene separated by itself, if you put it to some maybe some different like, you know, set it to like a different kind of soundtrack or something. You could have made a nice, you know, uh, wildlife, silly symphony or something out of it. It's like something musical out of it, like a short film. Right. Um, because it's like, it, it's, it's all, all, cause the only, the only reason it happens is because you've established man as not caring about the wilderness around it. So, you know, it's, um, I think Thumper is great. I think Thumper is a really good character. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's I. Thumper is the one thing that is like I always I always think about Thumper, and I think about Twitter pated, like Twitter pated yeah. in my uh, you know dictionary, like my own personal <laughs> mental dictionary. Twitter pated. You're, you're lexicon. You say Twitter pated. Yeah, Twitter pated. It's like the Simpsons added, you know, embiggens or <laughs> cromulent, you know, <laughs> supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. You know, it's. Um. So, so yeah, it, it's it's not wholly bad. I think by and large, the entire movie is gorgeous. Um, and, and, and that's the thing is nothing else. If you don't care about the story, the the animation's nice to look at. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it is very much um just it's as exciting as a nature documentary. You know, I'm not saying that's, I'm not saying nature documentaries are bad. I love nature documentaries, planet earth, things like, you know, those are fantastic. But with those, you're at least seeing real things happening. Like you have a nature documentary that's fake essentially, (laughs) which we won't be able, we won't be talking about them in this particular wave, but like, that's a thing that Walt Disney ends up doing at a point is making nature documentaries where they kind of fudge reality a little bit with the, (laughs) Old Mr. Possum's heading back home again. Yeah, well, it's, 
uh, lemmings. Like that's the reason we all know that lemmings just march off a cliff is because of Walt Disney's uh, nature documentaries. You know, it's not really a thing that happened. This they sort of uh, pushed him in those directions to get footage for it. But you know, it's yeah. But like this movie clearly is sort of like that's clearly what set up um, the nature documentaries and what, how they, because uh, the whole point of the nature documentaries were like, these are things that people have never seen before. However, um, facts are boring. So yeah. like they have to like make everything human. Like they add human characteristics of why they're doing things and stuff, which is what they're doing in Bambi, except it's all drawn. Like they're making up all of it. They're not even making up. They're not even having real footage of what animals are doing in the woods and, and attaching human qualities to it. They're just making animals act human. And it's, you know, it's, it's okay. Yeah. I think, I think for the both of us, this one's the bottom of the list. Absolutely. And, and it, again, it's not like I don't hate this movie. I don't want, and I, I know it maybe comes off that way, but I don't hate the movie. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's visually beautiful. It's groundbreaking. Yeah, I, I will watch this movie again. It's just story wise, I just don't yeah. connect. I can't yeah, connect. Don't, trust us, we will get to genuinely, there will be things that are worse than Bambi coming up. So. Yeah. Yeah, in about what twenty episodes or so, maybe <laughs> sooner than that. I think there's a couple of things that you probably haven't seen or haven't seen in a while that you're gonna watch and be like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah." But um, but I mean, like we were talking about it. I think we already brought this up a little bit, but like, there's no like merchandise for this movie. Like you, you, there's no, we'll get to our, we'll get to our breakdown. Is there a, uh, is there a Bambi video game? Uh, no, unless he's, uh, he's, he's probably in kingdom hearts somewhere. I don't even know if he's in kingdom hearts. To be perfectly honest. It's been a long time since I've touched kingdom hearts. So it's... Lots of legacy is Bambi versus Godzilla. Yes. That's like the last thing I was going to say. I was going to save that for, is there a sequel? <laughs> there is. There actually is. There is yeah. a sequel that takes place during the time jump. So it's not like you can't. It's a sequel, but it's not a sequel because it takes place in the middle of a movie that you've already seen, featuring the voice work of Patrick Stewart. <laughs> it, 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 it's basically him. And from what I've read of the, I'll be perfectly transparent. I've not seen the sequel. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't know that JJ has either. I have. I absolutely oh. have. Did you have? Um, one of us had to take that bullet. Anyway, so it's basically like uh, the prince of the forest, like, or trying to raise his young son alone, right? Yep, that's that is the extent of the movie. It is. It takes place completely during. It, it takes place after when you see Bambi after the mom gets killed and you can't find him and he goes off with the prince and ends before you get back to Bambi later after the time jump in the middle of the movie. So and, it's not prequel or prequel, it's a midquel? Yeah, and Disney will go back to that well. <laughs> mm-hmm. future, deeper into the future, we will get other sequels that are be like, 
well, technically this movie takes place during the events of this movie or something. You, you get to get things. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it was used in like public service announcements, which lets you really know just how, what this movie is in the public consciousness. And, and nothing's more more fascinating than public service announcements. Yeah, because it was like, you know, Smokey the Bear kind of stuff. And only you can prevent forest fires kind of nonsense for um, for that. So, yeah. So you got a family. There's no theme park ride. That's the other question. Is there a theme park ride? No. Nope, There's not, not even not. like a theme park presence. Like you might get like some like topiaries or something shaped like forest creatures that might be Bambi and Thumper and stuff. But yeah, there's nothing. You know, you get plush animals and you can't have, you know, costumed characters wandering around dressed as on, you know, it'd be like one of those like kids party horses where it's like, okay, you get the, you get the back end. I get the Bambi head. You know, (laughs) it's, well, I, I talked about it on a few episodes ago. I think it was maybe for Pinocchio, where they have like where the Disney store used to have those ceramic sculpt- sculptures in the window. Yeah, and, and I I remember like they had one of Bambi with like the butterfly on his tail, and he was looking yeah. at it. That's that, that's kind of always what I think of. Like, is there a Disney attraction? And I go, like, no, there's not. That's from the Disney store, you moron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's no, like, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, it's gonna have much of a presence in Disney's, like, we all know Bambi, we've all seen Bambi, we know exactly, you know, only a couple of things come into your mind, but, like, there's no, like, lasting impact to the studio itself with Bambi, it's, it's weird, it's this weird sort of, like I said earlier, it's an outlier for the company, there's no... It's just like there's no lifespan for this movie. It came out, it exists, it didn't make any money. They keep they've re-released it a few times in theaters because that's just how they work, you know. Um, so, my question is like, okay, so since Bambi becomes Prince of the Forest, right? Yeah, is Bambi's mate the forgotten prince, Disney princess? <laughs> that's a good point. Yes. <laughs> Like she's she she didn't she didn't get to hang out with Merida and Mulan, I guess. Because yeah. she's a deer. She's a deer that lives in the woods and gets frightened by uh you know bright she would stare into the headlights of an Autopia car and <laughs> 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 um out of there. Yeah. But um yeah, and we did mention uh, <laughs> Bambi meets Godzilla, uh, <laughs> which, I, yeah, it's just an old, we, we mentioned it in passing, it's just an old short animation. Well, it's like a minute and a half. Something like that. Yeah, just like a little pencil drawing of Bambi and then Godzilla's foot just coming down and stomping on it. And that's the extent of <laughs> the cartoon. But, you know, it was it was like a YouTube viral video before, like, even VHS tapes were being circulated. You know what I mean? Like, it was like the 60s or 70s, right? Yeah. It's so, an underground film. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's everywhere. If you just, you can't Google Bambi without it coming up somewhere. Um, there is a, we were talking about lawsuits earlier. There was an interesting lawsuit that came up from this um, concerning copyright because, um, uh, 
the the rights to the book were inherited by the author's uh, daughter, right? And um, and re- and they uh, they were renewed in 1954. She died, so her husband wanted to uh, uh, sell the rights. Uh, like the the husband sold the rights um, to a publishing company, which then sued Disney, saying that Disney owed more money because of licensing the book kind of situation. How'd that work out for them? <laughs> Not great because yeah. uh, <laughs> Disney said, uh, hey, this book was published in the 20s without a copyright notice. So it just, from at that point, it immediately enters public domain. <laughs> like if you want to make some money, go sell it to like Good Time and- Video or wherever. Yeah, so like, and, and so if you want to even argue that uh, the, and if you want to argue that it's accurate, that the 1923 publication date is accurate, then uh, then the copyright that was renewed in 1954 uh, would have been registered after the deadline was needed, anyways, and so their copyright right renewal would have been invalid. So <laughs> would have made would have made much of a difference. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like, uh, you know, the courts of it uh, ruled for Disney. But in 96, the Ninth Circuit um, uh, reversed their decision on an appeal. So it, these stories never really have much of an ending. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll so. sue you. You sue me. We'll, go, we'll, do, we'll dance a little dance. Yeah. I mean, you see, I, I, have, uh, I have this really great book. Uh, it's a Disney book. Go figure, huh? Mm, uh, okay. Yeah, and it's uh, the People versus Disneyland, ah. and it is a book about basically all of the lawsuits filed against Disneyland. Um, it's far less than you would think, considering all things considered. But it's fun to see how the Disney uh, 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 legal machine works. Like <laughs> it's relentless and consistent. Like it, <laughs> and it, it has gotten more relentless as of late. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're not any less capable than they were when they yeah, started. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. So that's fun for them. So yeah. Again, this was a shorter episode. I don't think there's anything much to really talk about with Bambi. I mean, world war two really screwed it out of money that it desperately needed. Um, and of course, I mean, we've already kind of admitted that it's at the bottom of our list, so it's not. Yeah, and so like we we're not particularly enthusiastic about the movie itself. So it's like I, I, going into like I, the amount of detail that I went into into the production of it, it doesn't really do too much justice to it because like, but I feel like you get the point. Like they worked on it for a very long time. Visually, yes. it shows. They had a zoo at their own studio so they could draw animals, you know. Um, we built a zoo. Yeah. Much, much later down the road, they make a movie about it. No. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Um, but, like, it's not so much that there was a lot of controversy around the movie, uh, like some of the other movies that we've had, like Fantasia, which is, was like a pet project, and um, Dumbo, which has... Uh, 
had a lot working against it and, and had a very specific purpose in Disney's history. Like this movie was just a victim of circumstance. It like as a second movie would have been a phenomenal second movie at the time, but it kept getting delayed, delayed, delayed. And for people like me and you who, you know, by the time we're alive, there's much other, there's more movies over there, more animation studios making movies, more of everything. So what does Bambi mean to us other than it's a cute little cartoon that has one of the most traumatic <laughs> childhood experiences you can have and watch and having a cute animal's parent get killed, sole parent get murdered in the middle of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> By, by the time, by the time I'd seen, and I think I actually saw it in '87 for the first time. Yeah. And by the time I got around to watching Bambi, I'd seen like over 30 years worth of other Disney films. Yeah, and not just other Disney films; like other studios were making yeah. movies at the time too. Like I like it, you know if '87, like hey, would you ever watch Bambi or American Tale? Like, well, I'm gonna watch Fievel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, by the time I really get into Disney movies, you know, 20-some-odd uh, years ago, or, like, I really get into the whole thing, it's like, I, pff, like, Aladdin and stuff is already out. Like, you know, you have Disney the has had their 90s boom. So You have the holy trinity of Beauty and Beast, Aladdin, and, uh, and Lion King, so. Yeah, yeah. It's so. tough, it's tough to, to watch those movies in a contemporary and, yeah. it, and then go back to Bambi and go like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, like, even we can look at contemporary reviews for the movie, and pe- even then, critics are like, this movie's, like, lacking everything that makes a Disney movie a Disney movie. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. It doesn't oh, yeah. feel yes. like what you, what, when you go to see a Disney anything, it's not what you expect. It's kind of, it might be the stereotypical expect, like how Disney's seen as this cute, squeaky clean, you know, uh, persona that they've established throughout the years. But that's really not their movies. Really aren't like aren't like that. It may be they're perceived as Bambi when they really are Snow White or you know or uh, Pinocchio, where it's like eh, there's some darkness and or Fantasia. What you know what I mean? That's really what they are, but. You know what I feel like we should have done? Since this is, instead of recording this like a few days before Halloween, that we yeah. should have, like, also talked about one of the Disney, like, like ghost or like the skeleton dance short, just to kind of like, here's something we actually like. Listen, listen, the skeleton dance is absolutely phenomenal. And if there's one takeaway that I'm going to give to you, it's turn. Well, if you turn off this episode and immediately put on the skeleton dance, well, the skeleton dance, or um, uh, oh god, what was the what was the cartoon where uh, where Goofy Ghost bu- Ghost Breakers maybe? No. Yeah, the one where it's just Ghostbusters, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Mickey, it's Mickey and uh, Goofy and Donald in the haunted house. Yeah, that one rules. Oh, lonesome ghosts, lonesome ghosts. Yeah, and and, and uh, or the one with the- um, Iwerks, who was the who's really the um, uh, the father of Mickey Mouse. He really created um, uh, uh, the uh, that like character, like the design of Mickey Mouse is one hundred percent Iwerks. Um, he <laughs> he uh, 
he made a like there's like another version of a skeleton dance out there <laughs> scary skeletons yeah so um so we, we yeah you're right like we should go like hey go watch this movie that we talked about like now go watch the skeleton dance <laughs> yeah i i agree i or uh, go watch donald duck trick or treat <laughs> watch that short yeah uh, you know hey i think it was was it oh man now i'm, I'm i cannot remember that skeleton frolic or something i feel like it was called or something mm, i don't know like yeah, what skeleton I'm frolics about? it was skeleton okay. frolics directed by ub iwerks it's basically like a remake of a skeleton dance but well, in color that silly 70 uh was it hell's bells <laughs> that's a good halloween cartoon to watch that's yeah Pretty messed Listen, up. If we're just gonna if we're just gonna suggest Halloween cartoons, we can just keep going. Watch the <laughs> watch the Garfield Halloween special. Go watch the Garfield Halloween special. <laughs> go go watch a Halloween episode of Roseanne from the yeah. Next there you go. <laughs> just don't watch Bambi. I mean, Bambi's probably more terrifying than any of the other things you're gonna watch. <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, I think I, I and we don't speak for everybody because if you like Bambi, you like Bambi. You know, yeah, we're not saying Bambi, you like it. You're gonna find with pretty much anything that we talk about from here on out, you're gonna find is somebody's favorite movie, Disney movie. Yeah, like and it's your baby's favorite, and, and Bambi will absolutely because it, there's a good chance that it is somebody's like first Disney movie. And you know, it, you know, it was really it, last time it was in theaters was in '88. Uh, so I, I'm pretty sure I didn't see that in theaters because I wouldn't. Well, if I did, I wouldn't remember. So. And, and you and you mentioned that you know, like, like Paul McCartney, this movie inspired to be a vegan, and maybe yeah. this inspired people to become naturalist or like you know, yeah. work for the forest or something. Yeah. Hunters were mad because it portrayed them in a bad light. As you know, they, we these are the people that killed Bambi's mom, and like, I mean, clearly they had a reason to be upset because it really did create that feeling for kids growing up. So. <laughs> But it's like, but you do shoot the, the, the baby's mom. Did shoot, but I mean, you would shoot Bambi's mom. Come on, let's be realistic here. Um, so, so um, we have some bad news going forward with this podcast. Things aren't bright coming up for the <laughs> studio. <laughs> this was a bummer episode. Boy. Um, the movies... For let's, I'm gonna say five weeks are just uh low, low budget affairs. They uh, (laughs) they uh, and in one case, propaganda, yeah. I mean, yeah, quite literally, propaganda, uh, because. Listen, the studio's not in good shape at this point. Uh, Walt doesn't really care about cartoons anymore at this point. After after Bambi's released, his interest starts waning exponentially. He starts focusing, starts focusing on live action because that's where the money is because he has a lot of tickets that he can't bring over to America. Like, you know, so he has to make movies where the money is and that happens to be Europe and that's where you make live action movies. And he eventually starts becoming um, obsessed with the idea of a theme park, which, like, that'll ever work. 
Uh, <laughs> a theme park based off your small town somewhere? You yeah. You created it up in your head? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Okay, buddy. Um, but um, yeah. and TV and stuff, uh, cartoons start becoming um, uh, sort of uh, just another thing. It just ends to a means. And um, there's a couple of instances where he'll get reinterested again in a particular project, but it's not for like the next week's movie, um, which would be Saludos Amigos. Um, he gets he gets involved in it. He, he's interested in it, but there's, you know, not for the right reasons. Not for the right reasons, and it's a very interesting uh, story. And and you see, well, we'll save it. I, I was gonna I was gonna spoil some stuff, but uh, we have we, we need to save things for Salinas like, Amigos. I feel like the things surrounding next episode will be the bread and butter of that episode. Yes. Not so, much the con- not so much the content of what we're talking about, but yeah. everything that's peripheral around it. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of connections to sort of modern day things going on with the production of this movie and how it worked out, came about. Um, uh, it's kind of, so the next two weeks... Is going to be, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the next two weeks, you have Saludos Amigos and The Three Caballeros. Those are our next two movies. Basically, the same thing the same things going on behind them. So these three Cavaleros movie might be a little shorter because it's going to follow sort of a very similar, it comes out a year later, but the same circumstances are surrounding it for the most part. Um, and then it's a bunch, and then a bunch of compilation movies for the next three weeks, four weeks after that, which is just, these are small movies built around with no coherent. It's like Fantasia without, the art behind it essentially like uh, style animation yeah it's just like okay here's a story that we never finished and here's a story that we couldn't extend out here's just this is a musical number and things like casey at the bat and peter and the wolf and things so um, but we do get Ichabod Mr. Toad becoming yeah by the time we get yeah we yeah and even that's a compilation film like like we're not volume 12 is when by the time we are going to get back <laughs> into movies like actual full bore single story thematic movies so that if that tells you anything we're at volume 5 and volume 12 is when Cinderella comes will be the net, will be you know the return to form for Disney so um, but then it's to the races. Uh, there's some really great stuff at around that. So I think the next episodes will be fun simply because of how, like, I don't want to say pessimistic about around them, but just how one of them, one of the compilation films I've never seen. So uh, it'll be new for me. Uh, in my case, the Amigos is one I've never seen. Yeah, so... So, you know, there's going to be some fun to come out of these because there's some good, there's some bad, a lot of bad. Um, It's completely detached from what you expect from Walt Disney theatrical films. When you think about their theatrical output, none of these movies have any sort of like social, like, you know, mind space for you saved up. You know what I mean? Like, 
they're all just sort of their own thing. They exist in a very specific time in history. They exist for a particular reason. And there's interesting stories to be told, but they're not necessarily happy stories. And, and you're not going to walk into the Disney store and find merchandise for any of these things. You might find well, Cavalera stuff. <laughs> I, I take that back because one of them has Mickey and the Beanstalk. So, oh, well, there you go. So, I mean, that's a big one. That's like that's one of the like, oh yeah, Mickey and the Beanstalk that rules. Like, so yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, look forward to that. So, next week will be uh, Salidos Amigos, um, nineteen forty-two. Uh, lack of a better term, uh, propaganda film. Uh, <laughs> so, um. I, I I hope you join us for that. That should be a very fun episode. I think there's nothing. It'll be it'll be probably one of the more interesting history lessons than uh, like film review. So I can't wait. I'm actually really excited to talk about Saludos Amigos. I feel like nothing if nothing else next week because I think maybe our our uh, our our pessimism about maybe you know. It, it might have shown through in, in maybe in the way I talked this week, but <laughs> I don't care that movie's a bummer. I'm going to bring yeah. these next week and just like, if, if nothing else, we'll make fun of it for a half an hour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there we go. Fun, fun, fun. Really hope you swing on by again and uh, join us as we talk about Saludos Amigos next week. Um, until then, you can find. Uh, me at the underscore double underscore J on Twitter. You are DJ Jazzy Jones on Twitter. Yes, um, Disneycompendium.com is the website. We are fish where, where you, where you get podcasts, you can get it. You can get it on uh, iTunes, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, it's everywhere. I made sure of it. And just going to DisneyCompendium.com takes you just straight to the RSS feed. So, you know, you're good to go there. Remember, um, my podcasts are full. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So, yeah. So. Uh, Put that Spotify membership to use. Like you're paying the 10 bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so until next week, I want to thank you for joining us and have a magical day. Bye. Bye.